Love Talk Radio. Hey, hey, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Hip Hop Astrology Radio. I'm Noble Ampoo, Minister Jew. We are the priesthood, a.k.a. also known as the Hip Hop Priest, and we want to welcome you back to Episode 3, where today we're going to get into the spirit of film, the science of uh, manifestation, go get into some symbols of Hollywood, and um, the Prime Minister going to build on. Go ahead, Minister Jew. Hey, what's good? What's good, man? No way I'm good, man. It's a pleasure. Uh, we back in the building, man, for episode three. <clears throat> Should be, <clears throat> excuse me, pretty exciting, uh, this show. Uh, you got any questions, go back to the archives for the last couple shows. Last week, uh, Monday, Labor Day, we built on um, uh, Kid Cuddy passing out here in Chicago, the home of hip-hop astrology. He was here touring, and uh, he had an episode where he passed out out there. So we went in and dig in in his chart and see what were some of the major factors that attributed that particular situation dealing with the planetary energy. And we know that we are connected uh, as within, so without, as above, so below. All of these things are permeating within us and also in the cosmos as well. There's a connection. Uh, And in Noble had a brilliant, brilliant disposition on uh, Snoop Lion, uh, also known as Snoop Dogg, and the transformation aspect and how he's connected to the heavens and just showing you step-by-step step in the walkthrough of how this man tapped into this Leo frequency, which is the lion, uh, through the stellar sciences and the cosmic sciences to show you that we are playing a drama out on this earth uh, as walking uh, beings, you know. And uh, it was just marvelous, man. Uh, it was a great build. So anybody want to go back, check the archives. You'll see it there, episode number two. We marking these things up uh, so that you can go back and check it out, man. Uh, but um, today, uh, what we're going to be building, and I want to preface this too first because i got to reiterate this. I don't know the new people may be listening in to the program or whatnot. This platform here is a platform for education first and entertainment second um, because I am a firm believer that <clears throat> through this particular science, um, we will be able to <clears> – <throat> all right, hold on. Hey, no, go ahead, pick it up for you, man. i got to grab this bike. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we're using hip-hop astrology as a platform to educate, as where the stars meet the stars. So what's happening is um, I always like to use the, the parable or really the reality. Uh, the people of Hollywood, they got the boardwalk um, star of fame. And, you know, we always refer to these people as stars. And the goal is to show you um, just what if these physical stars are really representation of a celestial star or stars in the sky. And if so, what star? Because stars produce energy. That's, just the, that's the fact of the matter. It's a ball of fire. It's gas. So it has energy. The earth is spinning past some of these stars. We see it from our vantage point as if the sun and these other stars are rising and then they're setting or they're above our head when in all actuality the earth is actually spinning past these stars. 
So what happens? There's a wind tunnel effect that's created. It's sort of like standing on the side of the road and you're waiting for the bus, or we all seen that famous scene where that fast car or that big old truck goes flying past you and it knocks off the wind, knocks off the hat or lifts up the lady's uh, skirt or her dress, right? Well, the Earth does that when it's passing other planets or passing other stars. So this energy is being filtered down into our reality. Now, it's interesting because if you go to, um, if you go to YouTube, I was watching um, West TV, um, Snoop Dogg's channel. Big shout-out to Uncle Snoop. Um, support that. Go to YouTube. Look up West TV, Snoop's channel, where he's live once a week doing live interviews and just doing what he do. And he looked for the interview with Pharrell. And he had mentioned how Pharrell had, um, no, was it Pharrell? Yes, Pharrell and Redman. Matter of fact, these two interviews, classic interviews, and I believe it was with Redman actually. <clears throat> he was talking about how uh, Redman did the album called Muddy Waters, and it was actually somebody else who had did that, and Redman didn't even know it. And Snoop was talking about it's like, man, it's kind of like we just, we just, we just, we just be on, we just, we, we, we get the transmission and we do it, and you know what I mean, and we figure it out later. All right, classic, classic, classic scenario of what actually happens. Well, what we're saying here in hip-hop astrology, radio is this. These people are living out physical events that occur in the heavens, all right, and it trickles itself down into our reality, all right? So that's the basis of hip-hop astrology radio where the stars meet the stars where we're going to show you, we're going to connect the dots for you. And speaking on that, Friday, this Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, visit the main website, myastrologycoach.com. Go to the event. I'm going to show you an online presentation about Snoop Dogg, the show we did last week. I'm going to show you how this works. I'm going to show you the stars that he actually physically represents in the sky now and what this means and what, how this was already recorded from a whole other civilization of people who knew about a dog, who knew about a lion, all right? So we got to open up that third eye and, and, and connect the dots with the stars, meet the stars. And uh, let's see, Mr. Jew, you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm back, man. I'm back. So, yes, absolutely, man. It's true, man. And, um, you know, it's, it's an educational platform so that we can advance ourselves in society, y'all. Um, you know, <clears throat> when we understand these sciences, we can run into a lot less pitfalls and traps, and we can maximize potential uh, that creation has given us to be the best that we can be in our persons, you see. So um, we got something major, something monumental, um, hip-hop astrology animation. I'm going to be dropping the links on the Twitter so uh, you all can follow us on Twitter. We at hip-hop astrology on Twitter. We're going to be dropping the links there. Um, and it's segueing right into this bill tonight, dealing with the actual power of film and imagery. Uh, and how it has an effect on the psychology and why we need to invest inside of that medium so that we can change the dynamic of the psychology of the youth uh, who listen to hip-hop. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm 33, man. I still listen to hip-hop, man. I, I love hip-hop, grew up on hip-hop. So, um, you know, but for the youth coming up, it's a lot of trends, a lot of things are being set in motion. And if we can get into the minds and into the psychology of the, of the young adults and young teenagers who listen to the hip-hop music, like through the imagery, right, then we can shape and mold the direction that the society and the civilization is moving in because, like it or not, 
the rappers in the game are role models to a lot of these children. They take after what they see uh, the rappers do. They take after the 50 Cent. They take after the Jay-Z. They take after the Nicki Minaj. They take after the Wiz Khalifa. They, they take after all of these people who have a major influence uh, on how they live their lifestyle. And we hear it all the time. Oh, but the parents are supposed to be the role models. Yeah, that's just a status quo thing to say. But in reality, the parents are working. They're out and about. The kids are in school. They're dealing with other children their age. They listen to this music. They're out on the weekends with their friends. Uh, the parents want to have nights out for themselves if they got mothers and fathers in the home. So, you know, uh, a lot of the time we, 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 we want to mold our children by setting an example in the household but a lot of the time is away from the parents, and when they're away from the parents, they're listening to this music. Uh, so we have to be mindful of that and not run away from that reality because that's truly what it is. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, today, breaking news, I'm quite sure anybody that has been by a TV or a radio or on social media, uh, you've heard of uh, the incident that happened with uh, the Baltimore Ravens running back, uh, Ray Rice. I think he wears number 27. He, he was the running back for the Baltimore Ravens. And this segues perfect into the actual spirit of film that Noble's going to get into in one second uh, because it, it, it has a lot to do with this particular situation dealing with Nep and the whole dynamic of film. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Ray Rice was involved in an altercation at the time with his fiance. Um, they showed some imagery where they showed her out cold on the elevator months ago. Uh, it went through the whole litigation process. He came on, apologized to the people, had a press conference. He ended up marrying the young lady uh, about a month after the incident happened. So they are, they are officially a married couple. I want to state that for the record. They are a married couple, right? Uh, we know how the media will, will put a lot of propaganda around these situations and misword things and have you going down the rabbit hole. Uh, but for the most part, um, it was a lot of backlash from the NFL because they only gave this young man a two-game suspension for the domestic violence um, that was displayed on the elevator that day. And a lot of people came down on Roger Goodell uh, the commissioner of the NFL because they say he was, that was a very lenient uh, suspension for uh, the situation, right? Um, so today, a video, TMZ released a video uh, of the full footage. I think it was roughly like maybe like three and a half minutes or something that I saw where they showed uh, at that time uh, Ray Rice's fiance. Uh, walking past him what looked to be like some type of lobby area, getting on the elevator. Uh, they threw uh, 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 some mild blows at each other before they got on the elevator. And then when they got on the elevator, things escalated. <clears throat> uh, she hit him, he hit her back, and then she lunged toward him as if she was going to attack him. And he hit her across the face, and then she, her face hit the it looked like some steel bars in the elevator and it knocked out unconscious. Um, and I'm not going to lay my opinion too thick on it because we're here to give you the science of the situation. Um, and 
show you the preventive measures by understanding planetary energy so that you can restrain yourself when you know that these things are in the vicinity to uh, entice, shall we say, right? So when you're aware of these things, because awareness is everything, what you put your uh, attention or focus on, that's where your energy goes. So if you can be aware of these things, and sometimes it's very, very difficult, right, because we practice this all the time in planetary bodies, me and my brother here, Noble Amp, we practice this, and we find ourselves in these situations where these events occur, and we know they're coming, and then when they come, it's still very difficult to engage it in a way where you're not sucked into this vacuum. But um, the more you're aware, uh, the better you can deal with these certain situations. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about why today, because the NFL was saying they were not aware that uh, that they weren't. They saw the in part of the video months ago where they saw her laid out uh, in the elevator, between the elevator doors, unconscious. And then they saw the security gathering around and, and this type of thing. They, that's what they say they saw initially. Um, when this video released today, uh, they cut Ray Rice from the Baltimore Ravens, but previously they had gave him a two-game suspension after the initial tape that they say that they saw. But after they saw you today, they end up cutting this young man. He no longer has a career uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, and it doesn't look like in the foreseeable future that he'll have a career in the NFL anymore because the NFL passed down a um, decree that he's suspended indefinitely. So um, not it's not the best news in the world, but who knows. Um, but we want to deal with why today because what was going on in the sky today that correlates with uh, Ray Rice, and all of these elements that's involved. So, first off, uh, the first planetary body that we want to deal with, because we have to look at the nature of the event, the nature of the event to determine what planetary bodies to look for, right? So, right off the rip, we know we got some type of communication thing going on, right? Because the NFL received a message, right? A message is a communication, right? Um Anytime you're dealing with communication, you're dealing with the planet Mercury, all right, which deals with uh, opinions, perceptions, awareness, uh, the media, any, anything that's dealing with a lot of talking, messages being passed to and fro, uh, 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 the, you know, movement of data, you know what I mean, movement of data from one place to the next, right, from one medium to the next, right? Um, so we know we're dealing with the Mercury principle, right? So when we go look for Mercury, because we're looking for the transiting planets, and we're also looking for the planets in this natal chart to give us an indication of what's going on as well. But since we're dealing with the moment, right, and we know that this thing is fresh, it's new, I tend to go look at the planets that are in transit. And what this means simply, people, a planet in transit is a planet that is moving through the sky at this particular moment, today, right, um, versus the natal chart, which is like a snapshot of where the planets were at at the moment you took your first breath when you came out of your mother's womb that we look to as an indicator for um, the things that you'll experience in this particular lifetime, right? We're able to get a snapshot and say, okay, here are some of the tendencies, here are some of the strong points, here are some of the weak points. Um, what we you know, what is this, what is the driving motivating factor in this person's child? What's the identity? You know, all these different things are going to uh, determining 
the psychology and the makeup of a, of a person in the natal chart. But when you're dealing with transits, you're looking at the energy as it is uh, for the day, right? So Mercury, right, the planet that, we, that we've already laid the grounds for that deals with all forms of the communications, right, because the NFL said they just received this communication today, right, by way of this video. Um, this planet Mercury in the sky is at 9 degrees Libra today, right? Now, Libra is the, um, it is the sign that deals with uh, 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 partnerships, right, marriages, uh, also court issues and things of that nature, right? So we know, okay, he just married this young lady. Um, it could be something dealing with their relationship, something that brought this uh, uh, into this reality for them, dealing with some type of communication error. Obviously, it was some sort of type of communication debacle between the two because this event never would have took place had, not, had it not been some type of communication breakdown. But today, Mercury uh, is at 9 degrees Libra, Libra. Excuse me. Now, Ray Rice has the planet Mars, right, um, which deals with uh, abuse, right? Mars is an abusive energy. It's a violent energy. Uh, it could be bloodshed. It also can be weapons, guns, these type of things, assault, robbery, all of these type of things, right? So Ray Rice was born uh, with what we call a planet that's dignified at home because Mars rules Aries. He was born with this planet inside of the zodiac sign at 10 degrees Aries. Now, in astrology, there's something called aspects or angles that we look to to denote um, either some stress markers or uh, markers that indicate or that are indicative of um, an easy access or an easy flow of energy um, where, you can, where you can just tap in and out of it at ease. You know, you're just born with these gifts and whatnot. So Libra and um, Aries, if you're looking at them on a zodiac wheel, right, Aries is the first order of the day, right? And Libra is the seventh order of the day, right? So if you're looking at a wall clock, one and seven o'clock are directly opposite one another at 180 degrees, right? So Mercury in the sky, transit Mercury, which is bringing forth this communication, is opposing his natal Mars at 10 degrees. So now what do we have here? We have uh, something Something because it's 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 a it's a conflict. Uh, it, it's it's disturbing, right? This is what opposition represents, right? Things that are square, no, not squaring off, but opposing one another, right? In 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 in, in um, how can I put it? In a in a in a in a uh, opposing one another. To keep it simple, what happens is what happens is is that. Some communication was brought forth today dealing with his aggressive nature, right, or his uh, 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 some type of assault or some type of violence, right? Now, a lot of people, most people hadn't seen the new tape that came out today. Everybody saw the old tape that came out months ago when it first happened. So this painted a different perception, which is also Mercury, over the situation. Right, uh, a, a lot of opinions have come out today, right, which is also Mercury about um, 
some of the volatile behavior of uh, Ray Rice. Um, you know, and it's a lot of opinions about the situation. You know, some people are saying she charged him. Some people are saying she hit him first. It's a lot of speculation and opinions flying around about this, but this is this is Mercury at its finest, right? But the main, but it, the main issue here, right, is uh, these two planetary bodies are making another angle that we call a square, right, which denotes friction, which which denotes uh, 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 some uncomfortable situations that you're going to have to deal with. Uh, to become better well-rounded, right? You're going to have to give a little to get a little, right? So in astrology, we call this a T-square. When two planets are opposing one another, like uh, Mercury in the sky is opposing his natal Mars, right? These two planets, they're, they're making another aspect to one planet or multiple planets, it could be also. But in this case, uh, they're making a square to uh, Ray Rice's natal Neptune. Now, what does Neptune represent? Neptune rules film, movies, television, um, things being hidden due to illusion, fog. It makes it difficult to see. So the NFL, the NFL is saying, wait, what, hold on, wait a minute. We didn't see any of this. And I'm wondering, I'm just wondering, um, Maybe he didn't express this to them because only thing, the only thing that was circulating was the actual clip where um, she was laying in, in the elevator unconscious. Now, I did see early today where they said he mentioned to his teammates that he was defending himself. Quite naturally so. You know what I mean? It, it, it depends on how you, your perception is when you look at the video. But um, nonetheless, nonetheless, these two planetary bodies are squaring Neptune, and Neptune rules film. So here today we have an issue where this communication comes out about what appears to be his vulgar behavior, his aggressive behavior to, to then his fiancée but now his wife, right, where a, uh, 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 this, this imagery, right, that's been captured on this elevator by way of film comes to the forefront, right? on the day where we're having a full moon in the zodiac sign of Pisces, right, which actually, uh, which Neptune actually governs. Nep the planet Neptune governs uh, the constellation of Pisces, right? So uh, Pisces, like I said, similar keywords to Neptune, um, things being hidden, uh, difficult to see, a lot of fog, but the full moon denotes things being brought into full light because uh, the full moon is what? When it's opposite, right, the sun, which is causing this opaque object to glow in its radiance with all of this light, which is really light from the sun, right? So uh, all the things that uh, were, were to be hidden are coming out into full bloom, and it's happening in this young man's life, uh, from the circumstances that uh, uh, perpetrated this event way back in February. So we're looking at uh, three planetary energies, Mercury, Mars, and Neptune, and how they all played a role in today's action 
Mercury being the planet to trigger it, right, because it's the one that's transiting um, to trigger these other energies to go off where these things will be exposed and, and, and brought to the light by way of um, these several uh, sources of communication and outlets and media and things of this nature. So uh, that's just one example of, of how these energies work. And when we become aware of them, um, we can we can we can we can plan better. We can look into the future and say, okay, these are the things that's coming up. These are the energies that are present. How am I going to deal with this? Uh, you know, you know, what do I need to look for so that when the situation is upon me, I can react different. I can because I already know that this person, this place, this event is just a symbol. Uh, that represents one of these planetary energies, and either I'm going to engage it because it can be positive for me, or I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, and sometimes we got to engage in the things that cause us friction because it helps us grow as well. So we don't want to run away all all the time away from things because sometimes we have to engage these things in order to to grow as individuals and gain lessons in life uh, to move forward and be able to teach others from those lessons that we've garnered as we grow. But um, I just wanted to lay that out there this evening uh, as a uh, as a as a source for people to go back and listen to on how these things actually work. Uh, and I thought it was just a perfect perfect example for Noble to get into this whole Neptune thing, right? Because it rules film, and this film today that was brought to light has caused a lot of uh, you know a lot of conversation. So Noble's going to get into the aspect of film, and I'm going to come behind him with the psychology that goes into the movie making and get into the spirit of film. He's going to touch on the dynamic of, uh, of filmmaking and the logos that you see associated with filmmaking and how it's connected to the cosmos. So, Noble, if you're ready, man, eat you up. Indeed. Indeed. Man, that was an excellent joint. Um, film in astrology is is ruled by the planet Neptune, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Neptune is the planet that deals with imagination, um, spirituality. It's all things psychic, whether we will call it your intuitive ability. It deals with dreams. In the mythology, it is Poseidon. Um, it is the god of the seas. Now, somebody knows something, because I want to give a relevant point to something to Neptune, because when you go look at the Thomas Jefferson Library of Congress, you will see a statue of King Neptune outside. So anything you got to do is just do a Google image search of this. Neptune is, is outside of the Thomas Jefferson Library of Congress in D.C., which is like the second largest library in the world. And then in hip-hop culture, we talked on Pharrell, um, episode one, Pharrell, being the co-founder of his group called the Neptunes, his business called the Neptunes, lets you know how imagination really works and how it trickles down into our reality. So film, the film industry is something that comes out of the imagination of a person. And Mr. Jew always says that show me one thing in creation, show me one thing in your house that did not come from the imagination of somebody, and you can't do it. So it, things always exist in the realm of a thought. All is mental. When we study the ancient laws, the seven hermetic laws, we know that the first law, the first rule to understanding the secrets of the universe is all is mental. It all takes 
form and shape inside of your mind. You can see it clear as day. It is somehow, some way, your drive makes it a physical reality. It always starts in the invisible world where only you can see it by the mind's eye before it becomes a physical manifestation. So, therefore, Neptune rules film. Now, as I said, I want to get into symbolism. And I want you, especially those of you who are listening by computer, I want you to open up a separate window, okay, open up another tab, and I want you to go to Google Images, okay, and I want you to type in these companies' names so you can see the logo for yourself. My premise is this. Hollywood is ruled by film, but Hollywood is fascinated with the cosmos. Hollywood is fascinated with the cosmos. I'm fascinated with astrology and all of the cosmos. In this sense, sometimes, and maybe we do a radio show on O.J. Simpson, sometimes what you see in film will physically manifest as a physical event in our reality, just like it played out in the movie, all right? You would think it's the Illuminati, and maybe we need to get on that thing too, but that's not what that is. That is the spirit of God, okay? Now, I want you to look up DreamWorks. DreamWorks logo is a little boy fishing as he's sitting on a crescent moon. Interesting. Because the crescent moon, the point of the crescent, is facing the left. So it looks like a backward C. When the moon is in that phase, that is the growing moon or the new moon, the moon that appears to be growing in the sky. This is a moon of growth. I would love to go back and do the research on when DreamWorks actually incorporated because that is a powerful, powerful sigil. Yes, it's a sigil. Because the moon controls all of the waters on the earth, the moon, all of the waters on the earth, and you know this to be synonymous with a woman's menstrual cycle. That's what you know it for, okay? So it has an affinity, an infatuation with human emotions, okay? That's the moon. So DreamWorks has a cosmic seal of the moon, okay, that is growing. Excellent. I commend them for that because this shows that really this logo, if you exercise it correctly, this cosmic sigil, it represents growth. In this case, it would be financial growth, okay? Now, let's move over to Fox, like Fox News, Fox Studio. Fox is an actual constellation in the northern sky, okay, called Vulpecula, okay, Vulpecula. V-U-L-P-E-C-U-L-A. It's a constellation in the sky, in the northern sky, right next to the eagle, okay? So Fox itself is a constellation. In fact, there's a, there's a, a good history book for you to understand the cosmology and the rich history of the Dogon of Africa, West Africa, and Mali, who were the greatest stargazers. The Western world today does not understand how the Dogon know about Sirius, like Sirius XM Radio. Where do you think they got it from? Okay, the Dogon have a history of knowing what Sirius is and its two companion stars that are actually invisible and never been seen with a telescope. They know about this. Well, the book that was written about them is called The Pale Fox because in their oral tradition, they talk about a fox, okay, 
So that's important to know. So Fox is a constellation as well. Okay? This one here, we can just look at the name. Blue Sky Studios. Just look at the name. Blue Sky. What is the accentuation about the sky? The planet Neptune is blue. Neptune rules film. Let's go over to our favorite, old school Tom and Jerry, where we see the lion in the middle of Metro, Goldwyn, and Mayer, also known as MGM. They have the lion in the middle. What is the lion? The lion is Leo, which is also symbolic for the Sphinx. We're going to get into Snoop Lion on Friday. All right? So MGM is lion. Okay? They go to, they go to Leo. Now, here's an obvious one. This is so obvious, and they just pay respect to it. Orion pictures. Orion. Orion is said to be Osiris. And the three stars are the three pyramids in Egypt represent the three stars in Orion's belt. So we don't even have to do no imagery on that one. Orion tells it all. And that is an ancient African science right there, clearly. When the pyramids are pointing to these three stars in Orion's belt. Let's move over to Universal Studios. Universal Studios icon or sigil is the Earth sitting in the middle of the universe. Universal. It says it, it and the name says it all too. Universal. What is your factuation about the cosmos? Okay? Let's go to one of my favorites, Paramount. Now, Paramount is a mountain. But it has, what, 22 stars around the mountain. And I told you these 22 stars represent the 22 Hebrew letters uh, of the alphabet, or the 22 letters of the Hebrew alphabet, all right? So each letter in Hebrew corresponds to a specific planet, a, a zodiac sign, or element, okay? And it's 22 in total. You can go do the, as they say, do the raw search on that as well, Okay. Um, let's move over to Republic Pictures. Republic Pictures has an eagle on top of a mountain. Now, the eagle is a constellation in the sky called Altar, okay, called Altar. You can look that up, A-L-T-A-I-R, Altar. That is a constellation. So when the United States has an eagle as an emblem, please know that that is rooted in a constellation, okay, Altar. All right, uh, moving on to Columbia. All right, Columbia is the one that had, looks like the Statue of Liberty, the lady, but she's in the middle of what? She's in the middle of clouds. She's in the sky to give you a significance that this is not an earthbound message. All of the films come on for the most part out of space, and then it pans or zooms into the physical story on Earth, okay? So when we move to, here's another one, just look at the name. And we're going to look at the logo as well, TriStar. Come on. What are you talking about, TriStar? If Tri is three stars, what three stars are you talking about? That's another study. But what is their logo? It is the horse on the cloud. Now, who's the horse? The horse is the constellation called Pegasus, P-E-A-G-U-S. Look it up. That's in the mythology, dealing with Perseus and everything. Pegasus, that is a constellation. So that's who TriStar is representing, Okay. Now, TriStar also was known as Nova Pictures, as in Supernova. See, there is a cosmic connection. They went from a Nova to a star. They stayed in the cosmos, all right? Let's look at Destination Films. This is interesting because Destination Films 
have a sun and a moon glyph on their logo, Destination Films, okay? Let's look at the famous magical person, Walt Disney, who was infatuated with magic in the wand. Now, Mount Walt Disney is just a castle, but the castle is what? You see one particular thing, a star, to let you know that magic comes from the realm of stars, all right? Let's move over to Touchstone who has a blue planet in the background with like this yellow abstract. It can look like it's a dash of lightning, but it's an abstract theme to it. But you clearly see it's like a blue circular planet. We're going back to Neptune again. All right? Let's look at, and this takes the cake. I should say it from last. But Hollywood pictures said bump it. Orion said bump it, too. They just flat out came out with it. Hollywood pictures said, listen, we're going to use the Sphinx from Egypt and you're going to see a blue planet behind the Sphinx as well, all right? So it's something like this is the third time this blue planet popped up. Touchstone has it, okay? And somebody else got that blue planet, that's it. But it's like the third time this popped up here, that blue planet is Neptune. But Hollywood Pictures is on the Sphinx. The Sphinx we know is, is facing the constellation Leo. They specifically built that to point our attention to that particular area of space for some reason. And we get into that whole Obama phenomenon, Snoop Lion phenomenon. And it ain't no coincidence that when Snoop becomes a lion, he goes to the White House where the Leo is. Ooh, we're going to get into that Friday. All right? Now let's get into Lion's Gate. The name alone lets you know what it is. The lion, the Leo, the leader, the lion that was in the Wizard of Oz, the lion or something about this constellation tends to be the gateway of consciousness, the gateway of new leadership. We're going to get into that Friday. Look at the name of this one. Just the name alone says it. Dimension Films. Like the film is taking you to another dimension outside of Earth consciousness. Hello? You're not alone here. All right? Let's go to CBS because they're a film company as well. CBS, we know, is the all-seeing eye. You may know this as the eye of Ra, R-A, or the eye of Horus. It is not Illuminati. It has nothing to do with that. These are concepts that are ancient that are talking about the spiritual evolution. As Snoop Lion is now saying, my third eye, the third eye is open. That's what CBS is all about, all right? So that's actually rooted because the eye of Ra, Ra is the sun god. So therefore, CBS is actually rooted in the solar eye, okay? Now, here's another one called Gener It's like generation, but instead of the R, it's the eight. So like generation. Okay, this is very interesting because they got an eight ball, and orbiting around the eight ball is clearly maybe about five to six planets orbiting around their logo. They're straight up cosmic with it. This is generation, so look them up, all right? And the last one is Trimark. Trimark has a triangle, as in tri, right? A triangle with what? A lion's head in the middle. So what is it about this lion? We see it with Trimark. We see it with Hollywood pictures because they got the Sphinx. We see it with Lion's Gate, the name. And we see it with MGM with the lion in the middle. It's something about a lion and a blue star, but damn, Snoopy always wore what? The blue red. He and Chris stopped playing Friday, 8 p.m., MyAstrologyCoach.com. Go to the event 
and be at the online presentation because we're going to show you where the stars meet the stars. Go ahead, Minister Jew. Oh, man. And to, to finish building, uh, to add on, rather, to what you're saying, you know, it's interesting. <clears throat> we did that bill Monday where we talked about Snoop Dogg's, a.k.a. Snoop Lion's connection to the, the, the heavens and the constellations, right? We went through his whole Rasta transformation, and we were showing how he was connected uh, and how we all really connected, but we're using these people as, in the spotlight to show you uh, that this is a very, very real science because all the eyes are on these people. But he, uh, you know, we, we, we're dealing with stars, and I'm putting an emphasis on the word star. Now, two days later, we did that show on Labor Day, which was a Monday, which was the first. So this was the, like the third, uh, Wednesday, the third. I get up checking the sites to see what's the latest going on in the hip-hop world. Lo and behold, Snoop Dogg has found himself in a altercation, uh, not physical but, but verbal, uh, with this DJ who goes by the name of Star. That's his name, Star. Now, uh, when, you start to, when you start to work on your sight beyond sight, as I like to call it, this is what we call synchronicity and correspondence to let you know that you are truthing and that you are reaching, reaching real deep into the psychology of yourself and projecting it out onto the people. So we going in on Snoop on the stars, and then two days later he's beefing with a dude named Star. You see? So this is how, this is how the science actually works. But what I want to do, because we've got about 20 minutes left in the show, I want to get into the psychology of the film, right, and uh, how these things actually take a hold of your, your thoughts in, in the mechanics in your mind, uh, which is why we're building hip-hop astrology animation. Uh, I just dropped it on the Twitter feed. Follow us at hip-hop astrology. Uh, donate today, man. It's going to take us where we need to go and put this, put this information together and this data together to paint a new picture, right, because we have to start doing. It's just you got to go past the talking. we got to start doing these things, right? But um, see, the, the hip-hop artists today, right, they have an effect on what the children wear, some of the slang, these type of things, right? Some of the very, very surface stuff, especially what goes on, what you're putting on your body, what you're putting on your skin, a lot of the trends in the clothing, Kanye, Nicki, with all these people got these different clothing lines and Pharrell and people buy these clothes and because they identify with the artist, right? Well, let's take it another step where we go past them uh, associating what you have on your body to planting data that will unlock the chambers in their mind to be innovative, to create on another level by way of symbolism, symbols, uh, imagery, uh, 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 semantics, all these different things that will allow uh, us to tap into the psychology of the youth so that we can move forward in the age of Aquarius and create this brilliance that is waiting to be flourished amongst the people, right? But 
I had to showcase this so that you can understand the dynamic of, of why Hollywood has a very firm grip on who they allow into their industry because Neptune, Neptune is a very, very strong influence, right? Because it has been many illusions that have been painted, right? Because we don't know that they're illusions, we harden them and turn them into realities. This is how Neptune plays, right? So when we're looking at film, right, I just want to keep it simple because this here could be a two-hour bill. But when you, anytime you take uh, objects, right, and they can correspond with other objects, meaning to be similar to, right, irregardless of how massive or how small the correspondence is, you can create identical results, right, on different levels, different scales, right? So what, what's, what, why, why are they so infatuated with the heavens? Why is, this, why, why is film and Neptune so engulfed in the stars? Well, when you understand that a camera is identical to the mind's eye, then you will understand how this dynamic unfolds, which is why hip-hop astrology animation will, will embed that into the fabric, into the lining of, 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 of the creation and how it comes out because we're aware of this science. So we're going to use these techniques instead of complaining about what else is being done on the other side of the ledger to promote our agenda and to promote our propaganda that can be used in a way where we can push the youth into another direction to create, be innovative, and own their work, right? So uh, when, we, when we look at the sun and the moon, right, because we're dealing with planetary bodies, when we look at the sun and the moon, we talked about it tonight. We said that it's a full moon in Pisces, which denotes what? Uh, 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 the, the, the sun uh, is at a 180-degree angle away from the moon approximately, and now this moon is radiating this brilliant light. She's in all of her splendor. Um, uh, you know, she's reflecting this light, and you're seeing it in her full glory. So now, how is this equivalent to what goes on inside of a movie theater, i.e. these film covers? Well, when you go sit down in a the movie theater, they have a projector on it. They have a projector that's sitting at the top above the audience that is projecting this light, just like the sun projects light into our reality every day. And this light is being projected where? It's being projected onto a screen that is lifeless until the rays from this projector or the rays from the sun strikes this opaque object as that we call the screen or that we call the moon, right? Now, it's interesting when we look at the wordplay, right, because what do they call the screen in the movie theater when they're advertising for you to go see the new movie? They say you, you want to go check out what's on the silver screen, 
right? That's that's the verbiage that they use. What's what's playing on the silver screen? The big silver screen. That's how Hollywood promotes it, right? So when we understand planetary bodies, we understand that the sun is uh, representative for gold, and the moon is representative for silver. So here we have an interplay, right? The silver screen, right? The the light being projected. All of these things are going on on a smaller level inside of the movie theater that goes on on a galactic scale in the cosmos, right? So when we get inside of the movie theater, right, uh, we're dealing with imagery, we're dealing with a camera, we're also dealing with the eyes and the mind's eye. So when you step inside of there, they have all of these lights dim, the lights are off, you're looking at the, the images uh, appear on the screen. It, it is another corresponding agent. Anybody that understands the development of film will understand that it's something called the dark chamber of the camera, right, where the light is relayed to in order for the image to be captured inside of a camera. So you can see the correspondence taking place with you in the movie theater with the lights dim. You're acting out on, the, in, on different levels of correspondence, the same mechanics and the mechanism of what goes into being able to create an image, you see, being able to create an image. So you're sitting in the movie theater, and you're acting as the dark chamber of the camera, you and the audience, and you're also acting as the solution that is used to help develop the film in the developing room, right? So when you see certain situations take place, like a movie knowing, where they have a scene where he sits on the couch in many other movies, but I'm using this one because a lot of people are familiar with it. Uh, he's sitting on the couch, and an oil rig explodes in the Gulf of Mexico, right, killing 11 people, and they go through the whole spiel about how it happened. This movie comes out in November of '09. Well, six or seven months later, a few months later, uh, six months later in April, right, an oil rig explodes in the Gulf of Mexico, killing the exact amount of people that were killed in the movie with the exact type of circumstance. What is happening? We have to understand that there's objective light and then there's subjective light, the light that you create from the inside out versus the light that is radiating on your beautiful skin from the outside in. Right? So it's as above, so below, but it is also as within, so without. So now we're looking at things, right, because we don't understand the power of film and the industry of movie making and animation and the psychology behind what's going on inside of the movie theater and the imagery that's being projected into your consciousness. So now under the right conditions, right, when you're taking in this data, right, the subjective light inside of you, right, is now participating with the imagery that it sees on the screen. So then if enough people are engaged at the same time, outer phenomena will occur that match the simulation that was running inside of your consciousness or your awareness, right? So this is the power of film, and this is the power of the human mind, right, of how it works. So we're putting a campaign together to use the science of astrology, 
right, and merging it with the leaders in hip-hop, right, and putting together a blueprint uh, where we can uh, be hand-in-hand with something like the boondocks in the near future, right, to take this thing to another level so that we can project ourselves and put ourselves in a different state of mind, right, so that uh, uh, brilliance can be exhibited on the planet. But it has to come through some type of imagery, iconography, all these different things have to be of uh, 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 the, the, the mixture, right? So um, this is what we're doing as, as the Priesthood, Priesthood Studios, Hip Hop Astrology Radio, man. We're taking it to another level of understanding, understanding, overstanding, et cetera, et cetera. And I also want to build on real fast the um, the Pegasus, right, or the TriStar logo that Noble touched on that has Pegasus as the icon for uh, that actual um, company, right? Now, when we get into Pegasus, we know that this is a constellation in the heavens, right? But when you get into the mythology, because in the mythologies, right, in all of these different mythologies, they're giving you blueprints on how cosmic consciousness actually filters its way into reality, right? And, it, and they give you indicators on how your body is a living map for uh, 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 channeling this energy, shall we say, and using it productively, right? to be a a shining bright star. So Pegasus, when you get into the mythology, creates what we know as Hippocrine, which is um, the fountain on Mount Helicon, right, which is said that if you take a sip from this fountain, your poetic uh, disposition will be enhanced by, you know, the thousands. You will be, you just will be a, a word smith, um, a poetic genius in the way that you, uh, 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 in your dialogue and how you're expressing yourself, right? But see, we have to look at uh, uh, these words, right, and really, really break them down in the syntax of how they're put together. Hippocrine, right, because we're dealing with Tristar, it has Pegasus as the horse, the white horse with the wings. Inside of your brain, there is something called the hippocampus, right? And inside of this hippocampus, right, they call it the seahorse, right? And it deals with uh, memory, right? It deals with memory, right? And it, it is it's also a cognitive structure, too. But the real science is with Pegasus, right, or TriStar, what they're trying to denote to the people by way of imagery and symbols, right, because they're saying when you drink from uh, Hippocrine on Mount Pelican, right, uh, 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 your, your linguistics take on another facet, right? You, your, 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 um, your dialogue steps up to a whole other level of interpretation in the reality that you live in, right? Well, when you open yourself up to this cosmic consciousness or this Christ consciousness, as some like to call it, right, you receive a influx of cosmic data, 
right, and to this particular region of the brain where the whole library of the cosmos is made available to you. And you see this through some of the mystics that have lived, right, uh, some of the Hindu practitioners, right, that have lived. Um, you can see how their minds have been opened to a whole other level of interpretation and how they view this particular world that we live in because their memory, right, and a lot of times you see it take place in their verbiage or their language because they just become so exquisite in the way that they deliver the message and the things that they have to say about the heavens and about your body and about how you're connected to the creator and things of this nature. So this is what we're getting into with Hip Hop Astrology Radio, y'all. We're, go- we're educating and it's also entertaining because we like to look at the stars for our, as our role models anyway, and we can get some understanding about ourselves through them. So if you want to, uh, uh, us to endeavor into your chart, and, and, and because really where I'm at right now, I want to help people um, grow on their life's path, their mission, you know what I mean, of success, because when you're successful, you're happy, and the people around you are happy when you're successful. You can do things for other people to help other people get on the road to success when you're successful. So we want to deal with success. So anybody that wants to get a consultation with us, uh, hit us up, info at hiphopastrology.com. Uh, get at us on Twitter at hiphopastrology. On Twitter, we available, man. Um, and we're just ready to take it to another level, man, of building with the people dealing with this star science, man. So with that, man, uh, I'm going to close, and I'm going to um, preface the next week's show. We're going to have a real good show next week, man. I'm going to be pulling up the hip-hop chart from August 11, 73. So y'all get ready, and we're going to dissect the chart of hip-hop. And when they say it was birthed out there in the Bronx when Cool Herc was on the turntable doing this thing, only charging 25 cents, and 50 cents to come out and kick it and have a good time. So we're going to get into that and build on why hip-hop looks the way that it looks now based off the inception point of what many are calling the birthplace of hip-hop when it, when it finally became, uh, when it finally was ushered into the light, shall we say. This is the consensus date that we've agreed upon. So we're going to build on that chart. We're really going to get it in. I don't want to give it away too much, man, but we're going to get it in. So be looking, looking for check for us on Twitter. We're going to be dropping the links over there. I just dropped the link to the GoFundMe. <coughs> Anybody interested in helping us with this campaign, every penny counts. Uh, so nothing's too small, man. We real humble people. And whatever you can donate, man, to get us going and what we're trying to get to be a part of history, man, we appreciate you and we thank you for it in advance. So with that, man, I'm going to give it back to you, Noble. Yeah, that's what it is, man. So tune in next week right here. This is Astro Hip Hop Channel, man. We right here, 9 p.m. on Mondays, Eastern Time. Tell a friend, man. Share the wisdom. Share with somebody. So definitely tell somebody. Bring somebody, man. Bring your pen and pad because you know how we get down. And just take your time. If you don't get it, that's cool. Take your time. Connect the dots. Hit us up like the Prime Minister said at info at hiphopastrology.com. And um, obviously the main website is hiphopastrology.com. When we over there, we blogging and talking about some phenomenal information. There's some stuff over there that's in the archives that's written that you can read right now. It's just phenomenal. And they actually have arrows 
that are actually pointing to the things just to connect the dots to for you. You know what I mean? And like I said, this Friday at 8 p.m. is an online presentation about Snoop and the spiritual transformation that he has made. You can get that information at myastrologycoach.com over on the events column online presentation. And with that, family, salute. we see you all next week. Peace. Peace.